think I've hit all the appropriate buttons, mate. <laughs> Welcome to the world of technology, mate. Yeah, so one of two things is going to happen. We're going to have a good conversation regardless. <laughs> the only unknown factor is how well it gets recorded and whether we share it to the world. What the, who puts the... Has anyone else ever read this on the toilet paper label There's before? There's actually instructions on how to use toilet paper. But like a three-step process wow. for a, an exclusive one with the wet towel, you've got to have... Obviously, you've got to bring in some other artillery as well, but... That's an involved right. process. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, learn something new every day, right? Yeah, okay. And well, you know, it's funny. After I, like, I've had a couple of crashes now recently where, and I, I think I shared this with you, but I've, especially immediately after when you're full of endorphins and adrenaline and everything else, but I end up having these like religious experiences practically. Like I go into a situation where, yeah, like seriously, I feel wonderful immediately after the crash. It's like I just go into thinking about what I'm, what I've got still, you know, and thinking, oh, look, I'm, I'm really fine. Like I am not going to die. Start there and just woke up, you know, and all of a sudden you realize pretty good, actually, pretty good, you know. Chances are, even if I have punctures, a lung or something, it'll it'll be okay, you know. Mm. Uh, and and I'm near a hospital. Like I've got a lot, lot, lot of goods going on here. <laughs> and weirdly, that doesn't sound very positive, but but at the time I felt extremely positive about it all. Some of the experiences have been extraordinary, and they're things that you can't plan. You know, people get too tied up in planning stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to have plans, but yeah, just say yes to stuff. You know, there's nothing like lockdown to tell you whether you like your partner and kids as much as you say that you do. And um, yourself. And yourself. Actually, that's probably the most important one. You know, are you comfortable who you are? Yeah. And it, it, it can highlight some really huge things that unless you learn how to hold them just for a little while to process, they can fucking destroy you. Um, they really can. Now, I'm and not, not hold on to them too tight, right? Like hold on for the as long as you need to and then let it go. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not a, it's, it's funny, even though what we're going to talk, what we talk about, and I suppose our connection most recently was, it was very much around, you know, mindfulness and, and that whole part of philosophy that you have, you know, going all in and, and, and just not bullshitting yourself. And I'm not an airy fairy dude. I'm, I'm, I'm raw. I'm very much down the line and I am yep. what I am. You know, if you don't like me, I'm cool with that. Like I'm not, I'm not for everybody. My CrossFit gym wasn't for everybody. It was for anybody, but not for everyone. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I've never tried to pretend to be somebody else. Um, you know, I, I will, share my love and I'll share my, my, my frustration and anger where necessary. You know, it's, it's, uh, I don't have a filter. What, what it's, what's the, the, the phrase I'm unapologetically me. Nice, isn't it? Um, I wonder how many uh, people are going to pick on the fact, pick up on the fact that we've uh, been talking about porn and then both need to go to the toilet at the same time. <laughs> I was there <laughs> before cause I'm like, Oh fuck, I need to piss soon. Yeah. And then, um, and then I said, "Oh, like, do I drop Kath's name now or not?" Because of that, I, like I was catching. Like, we're gonna start talking about porn, and I'm gonna have to pull halfway out. <laughs> this is my Z master right here. 
I can imagine. Yeah, she's in yeah, Smarty like, right now. Yeah, she's so tuned into what's going on, right? Animals, I feel for the most part, because of their presence, you know, and I, I love dogs. I mean, you could leave a dog for, you know, you walk out of the house for 10, 15 minutes, or if, it, if it's an apartment or something, you walk back in and it's just like the dog's the first time has seen you. I mean, what level of presence must... Oh, she's not interested. <laughs> she's like, I'm not getting enough what? attention. Where's my love? Mm. She's gone. She'll go chew on a stick now and give some, give a stick some love. You are correct about that. And it's so, it, they are, they just are here right now. And they gave me the gigs. I had to go and work out how to do it. I mm. had no idea. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history. I had them for the next fifteen years. You know, doing events all around the world. Wow. Just because I said yes and worked it out later. I literally had never run a conference, had no idea how to run a conference. Uh, I had a travel agency. That qualified me for sure. Uh, but, yeah, just said yes and worked it out. Yeah. And it was, it's been extraordinary. You know, it's a, it was the making of you know, a really very, very successful business that you know, allowed me then to run that business from the French Alps for three months every year. I'm fairly transparent. Like I'm, I'm really transparent about all of my emotions. And this is something that I didn't want to tell my men's team. And the, as and if I you're remember failing was, at relationship, right? Yeah. I don't want yeah. to admit to anyone that I'm, I need help here. And, yeah. And it was a big circle too. And the biggest for a while, I was like, oh, fuck, lean in, man. Like go for everything that you teach everyone. Yeah. And so I declared it. And then it was, it was received really well. But what the magic was, man, the private messages I got. That like within the next two weeks, there was five of those dudes who signed up to go see a counselor and save their marriages. Creating, you need to respect what he did because it is a, a foundation of mm -hmm. and very outdated. Because going into like an industrial revolution where you were pretty much told you were an adult by six or seven working out in the yeah. fields, uh, until it started to become that situation where, oh, geez, hang on, we actually need adolescents and, and young people getting an education so they can move into different skill sets but you start and again i'm only just touching on the edges of this at the moment because it's it's the unit that i'm on but it's interesting to sit there and note that a lot of the progressive stuff sit there and say 1960 or 1970 and it's like 10 years before i was born that's only 50 years ago mm -hmm. so it's amazing how and and fresh it is but also how um rapidly it's expanding and changing now well. isn't that shit though like is and is is that going to be part of the way that we need to move forward on like just there's no need to be ruthless cut and shut like because and i used to be that way like i i was just you know like i was a stone cold motionless you know ruthless mm -hmm. at that sort of stuff but it's not the way and it no it's it not. only uh, you know like are we, you know, is that something that might be a possible outcome of this COVID shit? Because we have to respect not just the the people who need jobs, but the mm -hmm. people who are running businesses, their own businesses, all of that sort of stuff. Because we I actually couldn't feel it. So the reason my wife was 17 years younger than me was I could feel lust really mm -hmm. easily. And, you know, we were connected on some level, but definitely not, you know, in the way that I would uh, be with a partner now. Mm -hmm. 
So I learned that I couldn't feel love. So then I also had to go on that journey. And I I remember my um, therapist, the first one I had at the time, he said, you know, do you hug your children? No, no, he didn't ask me. I said to him, look, I hug my children all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we've got all this stuff. And he was like, oh, he said, when you hug one of your children, who's the hug for? But, yeah, I find find Moore's Law fascinating in terms of where this is all headed because I think that the future for us is all about, like, networks rather than the technology. So the technology has gotten us so far and now human adoption of that technology is going to take us to a whole new level. Like, so Moore's law in terms of growth of things happening in terms of the economy or just in terms of uh, our connection to each other and our knowledge is basically being turbocharged through our networks, which is connecting, you know, this to our brains, but now our brains are getting connected. And so... That's where Moore's law keeps going because if we just keep, you know, in the past the internet was just these, well, it still is. The internet's really just a bunch of connected computers. But if you think that really what's happening with all these algorithms and, you know, uh, all the algorithms, so social media uh, algorithms that help us buy stuff, algorithms that choose our books for us, um, you know, Kindle, for example, um, the speed with which our brains are accelerating and our, and our consciousness is accelerating in addition to the connections that we're making like through Facebook or uh, through Zoom. You know, this is a whole, Zoom is a classic example. Like they're not just going to stop at sending out videos. They've now got a user base that they're going to do lots of other things with and that you know that'll be productivity tools probably but that is accelerating that network and so it's the network effect on top of technology and that's why you'll still get this because I I couldn't for the life of me figure out how Moore's law will continue how it will exponentially continue to get faster and now it makes sense to me. just to let you know as well, I've had extensive um, sessions in hypnotherapy. I oh, okay. feel like it is one of the most powerful tools mm-hmm. um, available and the shifts are so immediate yeah. uh, in terms of the way they kind of, un- the unfolding after the yes. sessions. Yeah, yeah. So you're working towards that holiday. So you can do the extra hours at work or you can do the extra half an hour at the gym to make yourself feel and look better because you want to be able to have your top off on holiday and go tanning or whatever the motivation is. Mm -hmm. I feel like the 18 months that has been COVID has taken away that thing to look forward to. My money perspective changed immensely over the past six years for me. Mm -hmm. So I went from... Rachel and I, we don't, obviously we don't have any kids, but um, we did try and, and we're unsuccessful a couple of times, but um, we were double income, no kid minors, you know, for mm-hmm. five, six years. We had a couple of properties, all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, I got sick and 
um, had to put all that money into healthcare and blah, blah, blah. But you like started, all I did was put value and place value on money everywhere I did. So evolution and chain development, I just, I'm probably gone too far the other way and, you know, need to be more creative in that way. But money's just, it causes so many issues because people, Mm, aren't educated enough on it on you know how to how to use it and that sort of stuff mm. so i don't know how the next generation or, or everything's coming through on that but mm. i don't remember being taught anything about money at school yeah everything was from just my mum i suppose mm. she was financial dad wasn't hopeless but so it's an interesting thing right like you've got a generation upon generations of people who are educated by their parents who may or may not have a good relationship with money i was flawed you know i was genuinely speechless i had a tear in my i'm an emotional guy the best of times i wear my heart on my sleeve and i i had a little tear in my eye and i said mate i'm 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 real i don't expect it but i'm i'm really grateful thank you and they're like no no just just do us a favor and he said just keep doing you and i was like okay i promise and, you know, Jim comes back, we're back to, you know, limited capacity, 10 people in my space. And that's, that was crippling. You know, that was at 50% capacity, uh, operating mm -hmm. capacity, you know, yeah. money was really fucking hard. Grants were hard dealing with landlords were hard. Um, you know, managing uh, relationships was, uh, was challenging. And I don't mean in a bad way, I just mean it was different. You know, it was a different experience. My, my queen is a, a hairdresser. She's got a hairdressing salon. So she was feeling the same impact of, of business suffering at that time. And, you know, I've got a four-year-old boy and, and with my ex and, and we have a really good relationship. And what I'm happy with is we developed just this real niceties through that, that strange time. You know, I had my creative outlook, my creative outlet that allowed me to explore a bit more of my feeling and express them so that I, I had, had this real balanced nature about myself. And now we got to, we got to sort of August and, and whatnot, and we're doing this show every Friday night. By this stage, we had a substantial patronage that was allowing us to buy more equipment, believe it or not. So each week, we again, 7.30 Friday night, like fucking clockwork, we were on. You know, we push it out to Twitch for free. The fucking, we'd have 50, 60 viewers. We'd have an extra patron every week. And, you know, I'd do the report on a Sunday to say, Jay, you never believe it. We've got three more subscribers. And he's like, fuck off. I'm like, yeah, we've got three more. He's like, how many is that now? I said, I don't know, like 26. And he's like, fuck off. I'm like, yeah, we've got like, you know, nearly 30 people paying us voluntarily for this product. And he was just flawed. I'm like, all right, well, we've got a couple of hundred bucks. What do we buy? Because it's, it's transition, right? It's not, you don't get there and you're done. It's like, yeah. why didn't these other books say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that I had something similar with the, uh, the chop wood and carry water. Like what do you do before enlightenment? Chop wood, carry water. <sighs> What do you do after enlightenment? Shot wood, carry water. What? What? Yeah. Perfect power. Yeah. yeah. And then um, someone, uh, one of my mentors explained that exactly the same as what you just did. But use the analogy of washing the dishes mm -hmm. and be super present with the soap sides and all that kind of stuff. And um, again, with Tony Robbins, just put up the meaning of the chore they used to have to do as a kid. 
But then mm. now using that as a present mindfulness thing and like how present can I be washing the dishes? Man, it's crazy. It's yeah. like you, you, it could, it's like literally being euphoric on so many occasions. You can enjoy washing the dishes. Who would have thunk it, right? Yeah. Why you do what you do. And then you start to think about, it, and as I said before, like the connecting it back to when you're a kid, you know, seeing your parents drink is connected to then when you're 16, 17, 18, your relationship with alcohol, if you've grown up around adults drinking your whole life, you're more likely to become a heavy drinker yourself based on, you know, um, learnt behaviour and the unconscious mind, bringing, you know, taking all that in. Mm-hmm. I think back to um, between 18 and 21, 22, like how much I'd just go out and drink just because you go out with your mates and drink to get plastered, not drink to have one or two and have a good time. You drank to get drunk. And then you'd wake up the next day, you generally vomit and feel like shit. And then a day or two later, you do it all again. And then even when you think back. Yeah. And now even like connecting, why are you vomiting? You're vomiting because you poisoned your body. Your head's thumping because you've poisoned yourself and your body is fighting the poison out of your system. And then now, then taking it right back to going, Alcohol is poison, full stop. Galaga, that was good. Didn't oh, mind that. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably about dating my... ourselves now, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. So talking about, I don't know, whatever these games are that they all play, and but they communicate. And they were saying that for people that aren't great communicators, it gives them an outlet to do that and build mm-hmm. social groups and those sorts of things. So you know, it, it is always going to be a double-edged sword. It's the same as COVID. Like COVID's a disaster, but you've got to try and... I'm a glass half full person, so I generally do try and, even with this lockdown, focus on the cans instead of the canots. Like, you know, sit there and work out what we can do. But here's the kicker. All right. A, a, man, a, man, a man will know how, his, how the polarity is in his, in his relationship by how much amazing sex he's getting. Yeah.